11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Why are we pretending that we like sync anything up i don't know it's all just one take it is one take it becomes very obvious that it's one take very <laughs> quickly right let's go Boop. hello yo we're back <clears throat> back at it again more importantly we're back in the correct in the correct room. The correct room to be recording in. After it's undergone some refurbishment. And it and it's it's pretty damn good. Hang on, let me just dazzle George in my new lights. Oh my god, I'm so excited. You haven't shown me yet. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Your colour changing lights. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one I'm of those in a things. Red mood. Oh god, he went to red. Oh my god. Oh blue. Blue for me. Green. Oh. Yellow. Oh, my crikey, that's bright. You should run a dentist. <laughs> Turn it into a dentist. <laughs> you could run a, clini- white a clinically white light. Wow. Yeah, I think we'll go about there. That, that feels nice. like blue is nice. Good blue atmosphere. A good atmosphere. It's like a that is like a radio broadcasting yeah. studio. We are absolutely not professional enough for that. Right, welcome to start of a ten. He's George. He's Angus. Yeah. How was you been? How's your week been? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Good week. Um. Uh, did anything happen? Not, not really. Good. I, my weekend. I polished my bonnet. Oh, good! Another weekend. No innuendos bonnet. there. No. I genuinely polished like every weekend when you polish your bonnet. Yeah, I polished my bonnet, which was fun. It rained the next day, and that's the best thing. When you ever do anything to your car, I don't know if people think detailing sad, but if you ever do a, any polishing or any waxing on a car. And the next day it rains, it's like all of your Christmases so far have come into one because you're like, oh. Because you get to watch all those water, the, beads, those the beads. beads. You get to watch it bead up. <laughs> Alright, that sounds sad. Move it on. What about you? How was your week? How was your weekend? <laughs> Do you think actually oh, I'm, exciting? I'm, I'm seething with rage and I'm going to leave it there. I am extremely angry. Yeah. I'm very angry at the world. That's okay. Hopefully today will be some light relief. Yeah, oh, I'm just unbelievably angry. That's all. Only, no, nothing important. But apart from that, no, I'm fine. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy, Good. but I'm exceedingly angry about one thing. About one particular situation. One particular situation. Right. Onwards. Onwards and upwards. Once more unto the breach. Yes. This week. This, this week, week is this good. This week. It's a hell of a week for beer. Oh, this week. It's a hell of a week. This This week. week, On start of a ten. We are drinking Duvel. Duvel. Duvel, the Belgian classic giant mega beer. So, Duvel is, as I said, it's it's Belgian. George asked me earlier, he was going to drive round to mine. And I was like... Duvel's 9%. Only because of the rain, can I yeah. just point out, I never yeah. drive. In yeah. in the year almost we've done this, I think I've driven here twice. Yeah, George was, I was going to drive and I was like, Duvel's 9%. He's like, I'm not driving. Yeah, not driving. doesn't help that we've got two litres of it each to get through. <laughs> um, so it's a, Bel- it's a Belgian golden ale, or beer blonde belge, which is my terrible Belgian accent. So I looked it up very briefly, quickly. It is 8.5%. Yeah, it's very strong. Um, which I didn't look up. It's on the bottle. Um, it is a Belgian beer, and it comes from... The name comes from uh, a local dialect uh, for, for devil. 
Oh, so it's a the Belgian yeah, devil so beer. In Dutch, the word for devil is duvel. Oh, was it Dutch then? Duvel. Oh, it's because the, they all speak a very similar language around there. Flemish. It's all, it's all of Flemish, yeah. So duvel is a Brabantian, Ghent and Antwerp dialect for devil. So it must just be local dialect, so... Over there, they call it devil beer. So you go to the barman. It's and like in this country. Have... You go up to the barman and he'd be like, oh, what can I get you? And you'd be like, devil beer. Give uh, me a devil beer. Wait, what was it? There was, um... So that is what's going on today. My friend Emily had been away to America this week and she'd ordered this cocktail that had the most ridiculous name. But it wasn't even a cocktail. It was just a drink at a bar. I'll see if I can quickly find it. Okay, while you're doing that, I'll talk about crisps. So crisps this week are Tyrrells. Tyrrells with a furrow. Tyrrell's furrows, um, or crinkle, crinkle cut to you and me, um, and they are cider vinegar and sea salt, and they are very nice. The best, I believe that the the flavour gets stuck in the furrow. It does, which means that they are extremely, extremely strong. Potent is the word I would use. Potent. Potent, but we like a potent crisp. We do. What's the point in them if they're not potent? Some way or the other, but right. yeah, it is a strong bit and very, um, very lively. It poured and it poured clear, didn't it? And now it's yeah, gone now it's like gone hazy. Almost this like drink, this drink was called Adios Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was worth, it was worth looking for. I just took a sip for Christ's <laughs> sake. <coughs> yeah, it's, it's a good, good beer name, isn't it? Well, <laughs> as a beer, no, I, I got it. Doesn't sound like it was a beer, no, it sounds like it was some. Hellish Jesus. mix of everything. God, that sounds brutal. This is like strong. It reminds me of like a or a cocktail or something. Yeah, something it's got, with a lot it's of. It's got a really like a, like a um, spirit. It's got a spirity aftermath on it. Yeah, eight point five is not that strong. No, but it it has all the hallmarks of making you very 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 drunk. Very very drunk. Yes, very drunk. So that's probably going to be the general tone of this week's start of ten. I'm not drunk, but I've got a funny idea. Yeah, Not what's a that? funny idea, but it's just an idea. Yeah. I found some instruments when I was tidying up this room. Oh, my God. Not an inch. Hang on, my cable just went weird. Yeah, what happened then? Check my levels, all right? Yeah? Still fine? Yeah. That went cool. weird. Was it our headphones, maybe? I don't, yeah, it must have been. It's all live. All live on Stand of a Ten. Right, well, I th- this is going to be funny. Yeah, you're fine. I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do, but... Oh, I'm my God, what is this? I'm going to re-record. I'm going to re-record us a new theme tune. Oh, my God. Live. Live. Ish, live-ish. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Oh my god! Do you want my mic as well? I'm trying to layer one in. Oh I'm not god, this do is it. going badly. We'll just see if I can do it. Oh my god! Prepare yourself. I haven't rehearsed. Oh my god, it's a harmonica. I haven't seen one of them in years. I haven't rehearsed. Don't worry. Right. Don't go too loud. I won't. Right, let's see. Just can you just turn the volume down on the harmonica before you yeah, start? I'll just give it a nip down. Yeah. <laughs> too much gain. <laughs> What's the level like of the That harmonic? sounds nice. Hang on, go do it again. Oh, sweet, isn't it? Oh, that's what we like. Right. Um, no promises that this is going to be some sort of masterful creation. Well, I've nearly run out of air. Wow. <laughs> this is a good start. Yeah, nearly run out of air. Okay, that sounds good. Right. You're going to show off your music mixing style now, Now we're going to go for, we'll add another layer. That was nice. That was like a, a melody. 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 Another layer. Let's go. Oh, 
Yeah. Oh, melody. You feeling the vibe? Oh, this is this is exciting. You feeling the vibe? Like I'm. I love that you've just grabbed a harmonica and have started making music. Christ, it's like Calvin Harris. Should we? I reckon we got. I've what got is this? The next instrument. Oh my god. This is where it really becomes. What are they called? Is that a kazoo? No, it's no. Like a penny whistle, but with but a with, slide. with a slide. What's a kazoo? Then? <laughs> I swear that's a kazoo. No, no, a kazoo's like um, the the paper thing goes. <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, God. I, I do not know my playground instruments. This sounds real Calvin Harris. So this is where... That does sound Calvin Harris. Oh, no. We need like a... It needs a jingle. Some words. <laughs> okay. What words? Um, let me... Let's just listen back a second. <laughs> Welcome to Starter for Turn. It's not, you're not Scooter, Angus. Yeah. We want a Calvin Harris vibe, not a Scooter vibe. No, we'll just go Garage MC. Oh, my God. Are you ready? Pick it up to all my ravers. <laughs> right. Start for turn on Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Pick it up all my ravers. Start for turn. Start for turn. Pick it up. Pick it up all the ravers. Yeah. And then... Um, you probably need some, like, echo or something. Oh, it? this is amazing. Oh, well, I'm just waiting for this whistle. Hang on a second. We need the, the whistle's got to go in last. You need to be careful with the whistle, though, because it could be too hard. That is literally <gasps> oh my dreaming. God. Right. <laughs> do, you think, do you think the whistle's going to be too much? Uh, no, I don't. Try it first. Don't record it yet. That's too comedic. That sounds like you just said a joke. Oh, like a... <laughs> Essentially, that's a... Do you need a bass line? Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah, I kind of do. I don't even know if it's going to be possible to, to, to pick it up. I don't know if that basically wow. worked. I don't right. know. Let's try it. See what happens. Time to just add right. the, the whistle. Right, add the whistle. Oh, my God. It could go terribly wrong. This is where it builds to the real crescendo. could always delete that bit and start again. That's the beauty of this. <laughs> Not sure how the whistle sounded, but we'll see. Rihanna's got a whistle. <laughs> oh, that's great then. And she played it just like that. <laughs> Rihanna's that got... You remember that famous Rihanna song, the one with the crap whistle in it? <laughs> Rihanna's got a whistle on all her tracks. We had a perfect game and then I killed it with a whistle. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, God, this is brilliant. I quite like that. I think we'll close the show with it. Oh, my God. Whew. That was a laugh, wasn't it? That was some live music production. Uh, that is <coughs> actually how Calvin Harris produces his music. Um, on the MacBook speaker, he doesn't even, or a microphone, he doesn't even bother with a, no. an audio setup. He has a less technical audio setup than we do for our podcasts. To be fair, podcasts. I, actually, I did see a video this week on Calvin Harris's Twitter of him making a track. And it sounded just like that. Well, it's, it sounded inferior, but the way he built a track was really cool. 
It was very similar to the way I just did that. You probably then. had the proper equipment, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite cool how he did... A looper. He, he layered each sound and whatever. It's, it's it is cool. cool. Music production it was two cool. minutes, but he basically built an entire song in two minutes. But I remember reading something about... Um, is it David Guetta wrote one of his mm. most successful tracks ever on a plane? Titanium, maybe? Yeah, and I think I find that more offensive than anything. The fact that he could... That was Sia's first... Yeah, it was the first thing vocal. she featured on it. Mm. I find Not it written, because she wrote tons before that, but vocal. I'm a little bit offended by the fact that it took so little effort to create it that he could do it in a pl- on a plane. Isn't that kind of the point, though? Yeah, Didn't but then, Mozart write one of his symphonies in like the 10 minutes before one of his shows or something? He, You couldn't have written that in the entire... He might have written a motif or something, but... Mm. You see what Surely I mean? if you're like... I suppose that's the... Evidence of pure excellence, isn't it? If you can just, you just Flipping know. Out, that went yeah, I know. I real, went really quick. If you know your what you're doing well enough, you should just be able to bosh it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where perhaps simplicity is brilliance. Well, that's it, isn't it? And if we do do for all these people who go and lock themselves away in a wood cabin in the hills to. Mm. For four months and have no Wi-Fi mm, to go and weed. write to go and write a rock record. Mm. I feel that Calvin Harris is sort of like poo-pooing on it. Yeah, he should play the game along with everybody else because if everybody went and locked themselves away for four months at a time, it'd be cool. Mm. If you see what I mean, mm. he should have. Mm. He should definitely. If we keep everybody living that lie, surely everybody wins. Well, because he gets four months off. Because all these people writes them all few, in ten minutes. A few selected people get to go to a cabin for four months with no Wi-Fi, and they can just fob us off that they're doing something. I want. They probably are. Um, exactly. I wonder what. I wonder though, because even if he did it in two minutes, he would probably then spend three months perfecting it. I imagine. Oh yeah, for sure. This wasn't the finished article. This yeah. Thing. Mm, still. Yeah, I just thought it was super interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. <laughs> All right, well, we're 15 minutes in, so what's our start for then? Yeah, sorry, I kind of rabbit hold you here. I've got a news story about government of India, India clarifying that it is not going to brew beer in space. Right, and, and there was some intention to I, brew Presumably, beer in but space? I just thought I just saw the headline, it caught my eye. I haven't even read it yet. <laughs> we'll see where we go with this one. Um, uh, yeah, uh, we probably don't need to learn about that bit at the start. Um, basically, there was a, an. A, uh, a session in Parliament yeah. where Sisa Kumar Adikira, an MP for the Trinamool Congress, impressive. can we just can we just commend you? On I've had curry for was. dinner, so I'm just I'm warmed up on Indian so you're, names. You're pretty much yeah, I'm in India. I'm involved in the culture right now. Sisa mm-hmm. Kumar Ad- Adikari, an MP for Trinamool Congress, decided to inquire about the apartment plans of India's government to brew beer in space. He went on to ask about the details of the topic. If Indian spacecraft was planned to brew beer on the moon, inquiring about research plan and the viability of yeast test. It is understandable for MPs to get such unusual stories seeking to demand a justification on spending taxpayers' money. But what is amusing is the Minister of the State in PMO, Janatara Singh, clarified the point of discussion in the Parliament. I, I, there are no plans to brew beer on the moon or in any spacecraft made by the Indian Space Research Organization. A private team, however, Team Indus, is taking part in the Google Lunar X Prize competition. The private team is funded by Axiom Research Labs. The, that team are brewing beer on the moon. <laughs> this is getting a bit... 
So basically, they want to go up there to observe how so, yeast survives in space under moon's gravity conditions. Well, that's quite interesting, though. I can see why they'd want to research that. I, I get that, but not the brew beer bit. How do we get moon beer? <laughs> is my is my. I next. imagine it would be very expensive. Uh, my first line of inquiry is how we get our hands on moon beer. There's a really interesting part here about um, another important thing to know, as reported by India.com, is that all activities on the moon, other celestial bodies, are governed by EU- UN treaties on outer space. The Outer Space Treaty of 1967 and the Moon Agreement of 1979. So I love there point, are agreements for these things. At some point, somebody has had to sit down and, and like flesh out an agreement on the moon. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Who owns the moon? Well, nobody does. Who owns the moon? The UN. It falls. Do you reckon under we're going to get? Do you reckon one day in the future there's going to be war. there's going to be moon wars? No. Where? Because there's nothing. There's nothing worth. The superpowers fight over the moon. What? Just as like a body of land. Yeah. Well, I mean, people always fight over land, don't they? For no apparent reason. Yeah, but they, they but they only fight over if it's got um, something we want on the land. Well, it is three. Well, hang on. What two hundred, three hundred thousand miles away from I Earth? Thought, I was four hundred fifty. Something like that. Yeah, so flipping long way. So that I mean, that's quite a good hop, skip, and a jump. If you want to go out into outer space, you could build like a little moon base and fire rockets off from there. Especially oh, in lower gravity as well, it'd probably be easier to pull away, wouldn't it? There you go, freaking. That's why people would want it because it's a little jump spot for the rest of the rest now of space. Now you're talking. See, I'm on it, mate. Now I know what talking. I'm talking about. I'm gonna go and buy myself some shares on the moon. What by one square? But foot who am of I gonna land? buy them I mean, from? You can become Lord Luna. A lunar lord. Lord, lord Looney, more like. Lord, you'd be Looney Lunar Lord George. <laughs> Looney Lunar Lord George. Brilliant. But, yeah. That's an interesting point you said about taking off from space. Yeah, I hate space. I've covered this away. before. I, I hate space yeah. and I hate space travel and I find the whole yeah. point of it a bit dull. I find it pointless. I think it's a waste of our time. But, however, because the other day, remember when NASA suddenly announced that they kind of found... Yeah, not that far away. Well... In space terms, it was still yeah, ridiculously long way away. Four thousand light years or something. Yeah, so it was something um, like that. Double time the amount of. I don't remember what it was. So for scale, the explanation of that. So currently, post Jesus, mm. it's been two thousand years. So we'd need double the amount of time since yeah. post Jesus. Traveling at the speed of light. Traveling at the speed of light. To was get it four thousand light years? Yeah. I'm gonna have to fact check. Otherwise, that's that's bad advice. But anyway, the scales of these places. That's just for how stupid it is. Sorry, I'm Googling. But anyway, um, if you're jumping, if you're firing something off the moon, which is in reduced gravity, it obviously yeah. doesn't take as much energy to get it up to 40 speed. light years away. 40 light oh, years only 40. See, oh, that's, that's plausible. Oh, that changes everything. And, and, and was it Hawking's or someone? Somebody recently said that they do think it's possible for us to travel at the speed of light with technology in the next, like, 100 years. Yeah, but we, we can't. Yeah, but at the moment, we can only travel about four or five times the speed yeah, of sound, yeah, isn't it? yeah. Traveling and how short is that? Pretty <coughs> What's the difference between the speed of light and the speed of sound? A big difference. <laughs> yeah, in, fig- in a figure. A big difference. Yeah, it's ma- it's monstrous. Yeah. Mental. So we're so far off this. So anyway, I reckon my estimation of 4,000 years post-Jesus is probably about close. By the time we'd actually make we'll it We'll be able there. to get there. Yeah, you're right. So we're never going to get there. So essentially, I, it's not going to bother me. So no, therefore, I'm a bit. It is true. It is true. But we didn't touch that on start of a ten. It's probably had a new. There was probably new stories out there that could have been right up our street. Yeah. But that's true. Yeah. If you fire something off the moon, say for yeah. instance, from a big old spring. Yes, a big spring. A big spring. Okay, so like yeah. a big catapult. Uh huh. It doesn't. Um. So some sort of stored energy device. Yeah. I mean, basically, because of the lack of atmospheres and gravities, it wouldn't slow down, would it? 
No, it stayed constant. Yeah. So the speed stays constant. Although I think there's a very slight degree of of slowing down this. So if a rocket has is going through somewhere with no atmosphere, mm-hmm. how does thrust work? Well, this is what I've always wondered. Because there's nothing for it to push. This off. has always been my big question, and that is the question I'd ask an expert. Because if there's no atmosphere, how can if something it's traveling through a vacuum, it's not got exactly. anything to comparatively yeah. push through. That's the question. So obviously it can go, there's no resistance. It's not going to get any slower or quicker. Surely it just... Exactly. It's just whatever speed it's there going... There will be when someone who knows the answer to that question. And it's not you, disappointed. It's definitely not me. So I've dead-ended us, but with a really, really but interesting what, point. What I thought was clever, the, the travelling at light speed thing, it was something like um, these ships, like very, they, they, they reckon they can do it on a micros- not microscopic, but a very minute scale where they have these little ships... Like drones, I suppose, with like wings, and they fire lasers at the wings, and the laser, the light, actually is the thing that propo- that propels. It's all very Star Wars, light, isn't it? At light speed, something but, like that. But the size but, of the, quite cool. the size of the, but as we've said, with no resistance, the size of the craft is irrelevant. Yeah, I still wonder though if you're traveling at light speed, how are you going to avoid objects? Like, there's you're going to hit an asteroid, aren't you? Well, you're going to hit all sorts of yeah. You can't. It's just so underthought. And also, if you're traveling at light speed, you can't see what's in front of you. Exactly. Because because yeah, what would you see at light? You would see nothing. Traveling at light speed, you would see nothing because you'd be going faster than the light could travel to you. Yeah, but maybe you would be traveling ahead of the light, so you'd see. So you just hit it before you could see it. I don't so know. There's what you'd physically see. no way of Or would there be things? no difference? Would the two cancel each other out? Or is it like jumping up and down when you're on a plane if the plane's going at 300 miles an hour? That sort of thing. Because you're already on it. Mm, let you me know? build the picture in my head. I reckon that there would be no visual difference because you're travelling at the speed of light at the same time as the light, so you'd see the same thing. But if you looked out the side window. Yeah, at the side window. What would you? What about the front window though? Because the, be the same. Would be so it just stuff would still just come past. It would just really be the same. Fast. But but if you looked out the back, wouldn't it just be? You'd a see the same. Because if you're traveling at the same speed as something else, like you think two cars traveling at the same speed next to each other, mm. n- neither of them look weird, do they? No, they look like they're static. So, yeah. same principle. I just, yeah, like you said. I don't know. I'm not sure. I <laughs> I'm can't, not clever enough I can't for this conversation. Picture, I can't picture without writing it down. <laughs> if you're going uh, along at like 100 miles an hour, no, if you're going along as fast, obviously the, what, the light you're seeing, yeah, that's the complicated factor is that you're traveling as fast as the transfer of the light of the thing you're seeing. Yeah. So you can't slow it down to build a model. <laughs> you can't in your head, can you? No. But this, this, I suppose, what it comes no, down to. No, because it's the same as speed of sound. When you're going faster oh, yeah, than when you're going faster than the speed the of sound, sound, and a, a jet goes past, the jet goes past before way before you hear yeah, it. Yeah, but if you're sat in the jet, you, you can, can hear still it. hear it. Yeah. So yeah, you would be able to see out. But everybody else would never see you. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> the thing I was thinking is that if you, but you would do it stuff. Yes. Whenever, whenever you look into space. Up, in, up into the sky. Whatever you're seeing, stars, twinkles of stars and everything, old, yeah. are, you're basically looking into the past, okay? Which is fairly obvious and standard. But if that's the case, and you're travelling towards that object at the same speed that the light's travelling towards you, uh, what 
What's the effect? What you'd be seeing... Well, no, you just... Would be, you it be... Would be spe- it would be ageing in double time, wouldn't Well, that's it? what I'm thinking. Or what, would it be ageing in four times the time? Be Two squared. times the time, wouldn't it? Because that's it's the same with cars. If you if you have two cars travelling towards each other at a hundred mile an hour, the impact speed is two hundred. The impact speed is two hundred. So it'd be double. So would it be the same principle? Yeah. So it would age at double speed. No, it wouldn't age. It would. Um, well, you get there twice as quick. The impact would, would it be... age? No, it wouldn't be aging twice as quick. It would be would it, you. Would it... it would. Yeah, it would age. It would be. No, aging. it wouldn't age the, because the... you're you're you're. Um... No, the image you're seeing. Right. Yeah, the image you so you're looking at a planet that is day fifty old. <laughs> but it would just me. Now I've got this one. Day. Okay, okay, this, okay. It would be. Aging. Okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. But if you so if you're looking at a planet that's fifty years old. Yeah. And you've travelled, and it's sending its light in, and you're going towards it. Yes. Yeah, so if you're stood on Earth, it's in 50 one years year old. there. Yeah. But one light year of its time, and mm. you're also going one light year quicker. You'd be twice. So when you meet after one, after you've both travelled one light year. Mm. What the image when you look out the front of the massive spaceship we've got here? Would you're be, right. Would be twice as far. You're right. Along. I got it. I got it. I got it. Because you're you're an extra year because you've travelled a year further ahead. Yeah. You're seeing it a year earlier than you would have at Earth. So essentially, but because the light's travelling at the speed anyway, yeah. there would be the extra year. So if you were watching a, cl- yes. if you were watching through your windscreen, Stephen Hawking, your heart. If out. you were watching through a windscreen constant and the planet you were travelling towards was a giant clock, it would be going round twice as fast. Yeah. Or, well, ish. Because yeah. this is when we get to the big age-old issue of light light, light speed not being a speed, but being a uh, length of time, isn't it? And time yeah. and speed are very different, obviously. Yes, because speed requires a, a distance. Oh, for God's sake. It's very... This is quite a complicated physics here. Ugh. All because of these bloody Indians making beer on the moon. God dang it! Ooh, wow! I had a dream this last night, right? That yeah. I, for no reason at all that I can see that you know sometimes you you watch a film or see something in the day and then you have a dream that's relevant to yes. it. Yes. I had a dream that I was back in a maths class. I stroll back in to my maths class. Which teacher? Mr. Marchant. The same dude was there, yeah. sat at the front. All my class were there. The table layout was different, but I as soon as I walked up to where I was going to sit down, mm. the table, the paper on the table was mine. And it was an A-level maths paper, and I sat down and could do nothing. <laughs> and that was it. That's all I remember. I sat down, he looked at me like I hadn't been there for the entire... Like I just rocked up to this class. Everybody else was talking amongst themselves. I went over and could do literally nothing. It was horrible. That's a weird dream. Isn't it really odd? Really, really weird one? That's a weird dream. Yeah. And also, let's face it, I haven't been in school for like... Five, six years. Yeah, like well, I haven't been in a maths class for like ago. haven't been in a maths class for like six years. Where did that come from? Weird. Wow, you just you just want to do maths. You should get your maths book out. Get a calculator. Well, it's a book with squared paper in it. Yeah, books with squared paper. I have so many of those at yeah, home. Yeah, I actually empty. when I've cleared out this room and I've basically in this room it used to have a big cupboard in it. And it's a big cupboard that's existed throughout my high, my whole childhood, which means that little tidbits have been kept in hidden, here hidden from away. my entire childhood. Yeah. So when you really dug into the depths of it and cleared it out and it's all gone, you saw some, we found some absolute gems. Yeah. Some weird stuff. Like I, the whistle. Uh, like, yeah, like the whistle. I, I found some stuff a couple of weeks ago from um, schooling and it was great reading the teacher's comments on, on my work. Oh, I didn't bother to do that. Oh, it was brilliant. And it's like, um, 
well, a lot of mine was like, um, could, six, could do better. Six out of ten. Bad luck next time. I expected more from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> oh, which is great. And some, you know, some very good and smiley faces. I always appreciated smiley faces as a student. My friend Andy's a school teacher now, a primary school teacher. Mm. And he was talking about marking or whatever. And I think it's become far too democratic in the way he has to mark a book now. Right. He has to mark something. He, a kid gives him a piece of work or whatever. Sorry, I've said child. Child gives him a piece of work. He marks it or comments on it or whatever. Then they get it back. They get to read the comment. Then they get a, ro- a right to respond. Then it goes back a right again. To respond a right to comment. To comment. Yeah, it goes through this like wow. weird three-way transaction. That is what is wrong with the world with kids. They're always given a mm. chance to give a, give their two cents. What we need is good, strong discipline. It's yes, it's no's, it's red crosses, it's green ticks in in margins. I don't want bloody chance yeah, for, I for mean, comment. It's not uh, question time about yeah, your maths no, work. No, I know it's is difficult, it? isn't it? Yeah, you either got it wrong or you or you didn't. But great work, Timothy. Really well done there. Really lovely. I mean, you got it all wrong, but well done. I really appreciate the effort. And he's like, oh, thanks, sir. But I don't think that you're being very kind. I don't think that your and comments then he would reflect the effort that I put yeah, into my yeah, work. exactly. Even though I got them all wrong and did no revision. Yeah, and I, I don't in, think that you're... I don't think they're doing revision in year two and three. To be the fair, trouble is... Three, well, four, no, whatever obviously. it was. The trouble is, it's fine if they do that at primary school. But when you get to that sort of what, 13 to 16 age group, you're going to just open up a whole load yeah. of, like... Maybe they don't get a right to respond Especially anymore. guys as well at that age. Oh, right so to, argumentative. I couldn't believe that they got a, got a right to reply. I just, I think that's mad. Very strange. I feel sorry for the teachers. Well, surely it also makes this, like, essentially double the amount of... Yeah. Double their workload. Yeah, it does. You're already quite a stressful... See, the thing is, if you, have, if you really think to yourself, if there's anybody here thinking about a career in teaching, just ask yourself this, right? If you truly love teaching, you really want to teach children, you love children, and you just want to make them, you know, see them succeed, just pick a subject where you don't need to mark much. Like, it's PE. Or... Or RE, where nobody really cares anyway. Or... Only because it's a terrible curriculum. Like, they could teach that subject well, but they choose not to. They agreed. Um, or tech. Oh, yeah. Tech was all good. Tech was all fun like, and games until we got to GCSE, and then you needed IT. to produce a... It was all fun and games until, in like, resistant materials tech, until you, the coursework was you needed to produce 45 sheets of A3 with maximum font size mm. of 12. Mm. That was genuinely our brief. I had, I had that. I see, I did food tech, because <sighs> I'm a bit of a woman. And, I, well, I did have this huge argument with myself about whether to do resistant materials or food tech, right? Um, when we came to choosing options at GCSE, if you remember that. Options. Um, and I really like both teachers as well, so I really couldn't make a decision. But I went with food tech because I like cooking. And I thought, well, that'd be fun. I'll get to cook. Yep. So I thought, why not? Um and it was the same. We had so much coursework. We had yeah. to do like a hot, like well, just as you said, like forty pages on I'm pretty sure, whatever your chosen thing was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they jammed the same square peg into the round hole that yeah, you had to. They did. That and there was one curriculum mental. that covered all of technology. All of technology. I, th- I, th- I think it was something similar like that. It's true though, because sawing and drilling and hammering is exactly the, the same, same as, as filleting fish. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's just Wait, did you do get something that as clear. interesting as filleting fish? Um, I could have. I didn't. You Actually, GCSE Food Tech, we did get pretty much free reign. We weren't just making That's bread and cool. jam tarts. We were actually doing whatever we wanted. Oh, in tech was pretty good. You got fairly free reign of what you wanted to do. And you could interpret the thing quite loosely. I made a pinball machine. That's quite my cool. cool final project. That's quite cool. That was quite cool. But obviously that uses like wood, a bit of like metal stuff and then a bit of plastic stuff Ball as well. Like, yeah, and I used a marble. Or a marble. A marble That's probably one. easier. Jim made a balance bike. You know, like one of those kiddies wooden balance bikes you see nowadays that become like the, you basically give to a three-year-old before they start learning to ride a real bike. No, I don't know what you mean. Well, it's like I a, a bike but with no it. pedals. So you scoot along, you see little kiddies on them. Come on, take yourself to the seafront. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Jim made one of those. It was well good. That's so you had cool. pretty free reign of what you wanted to do. Well, I don't remember what I did with food. Oh, I, my coursework was canapes, which was a Canapes. terrible choice. Why do you do that? You're to make because a I'm massive a tit. <laughs> because, I'm <laughs> because I'm an idiot. Surely you had to make a I huge not, quantity. I did not know how to play. Food. I did not know how to play the game back then, Angus. <laughs> <laughs> I should have chosen something like bread or something <laughs> that was easy and that was repeatable. <laughs> but no, I chose canapes because I thought that they would be fun and that I could do loads of really cool stuff. But no, it was just terrible <laughs> because they're inherently complicated. You know, small, complicated, tiny, and large quantities. And you just can't do that kind of stuff in a food tech lesson. But I got an A, so... That's so funny. And the exam, the final exam, I actually remember, was, oh, I think it, unless that was the <coughs> mock, but it was, the topic was eggs. That was the topic, because you got really? given the topic for the exam, mm. before the exam. Oh, because obviously, it would be a bit unfair if they, like, announced the exam and then just, it was like Master expected Chef. expected you to know everything about it. Where they it. unveiled the ingredients <laughs> on the table. <laughs> oh, the, the Master Chef invention challenge. No, it was written. This <laughs> imagine that in <laughs> food tech. That would be brilliant. You just see so many like sixteen-year-olds <laughs> just have no idea what they're doing. And Greg, Greg, think <laughs> Greg Tarot. No, John Tarot and Greg Wallace. And Greg Wallace come out there and say, "This is the invention challenge." GCSE food tech. <laughs> oh, I would have loved for that to happen. That would have been brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. Then, brilliant. but then that wouldn't be food tech. That would teach that was kids. That would teach people like a really a learn the basics of flavour and yeah. Food tech. Yeah, food tech, food tech was more than that. It was more about um food. We had a lot of food safety. Yeah, it was making sure you didn't making sure you didn't put a knife down the down the. Um, the knives were always blunt. Yeah, make sure you didn't put a blunt knife down inside the toaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually covered in uh, part of the. <laughs> I'm uh, sure it probably was. Revision. I saw a news story this week about a bloke who was actually killed charging his iPhone in the bath. Would you believe? And he was acting. What was to he? Was he using? Was he trying to use hydroelectric <laughs> generation to <laughs> no, charge his iPhone? No, what he did. He had one of those little wave things <laughs> wave to try and was, generate and electricity. No, he. Um, That's a stupid idea. Just yeah. to just to clarify, <laughs> don't attempt that at home. It will go wrong. What he had was an extension lead into the bathroom with then his iPhone charger plugged in, and he had his phone balanced on his chest. Oh my god! Why? And, and when his when his phone a film. made contact with the water, it obviously lit him up like the Fourth of July. And when he was found later, he was dead. 
But I'm surprised it had that much of an effect. That's why I have any. I've it must a, have been the extension that went into the water to, to give him two forty because, uh, because phone charge is only five volts. Yeah, five volts, one amp. It's a it's a downscale yeah, max two amps. Yeah, it's a downscale. That's not going to kill you. It wouldn't. You wouldn't even feel it. it would just like well, you could lick a nine volt you. battery and not die. So yeah, if you lean on, you've probably done it. But if you're like asleep in bed and you lean on your iPhone charger. On the back of his shoulder, it kind of like tickles a little bit. Yeah, kind of if burns you had you. a metal case phone, it, yeah, it, it would. It goes a bit live, but it tingles. I mean, it's not going to kill yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So presumably, he must have had something weird up with his electrics that lit him up good and proper. He must have, um, unless he shorted it and it blew the. I don't know. Maybe he had a cheap. I don't know. But anyway, he died, did he? Yeah, he did die. But I think they That's did sad. actually say that it was um, be less likely to happen with a legit charger. So maybe he, maybe was, he using was using a and it wasn't a correctly, third party. And it was cheap from China. It was. He was using a Chinese charger, and he should have known better, really. And it yeah shorted and went bang. And let's face it. If he'd been using a real charger, he wouldn't have. Um, if he'd been using a real charger, he wouldn't have electrocuted and melted himself. No. See, this is this is one of those things why you should always buy really expensive things because you don't do stupid things with them, like put them in the bath. <laughs> Say, mm, no, I'm not going to put my 40 quid iPhone charger with me in the bathroom because it's going to break. Because <laughs> it's 40 quid. So, I like this. So that's why you always buy expensive things. And then you have really lovely things all your life. You always have really lovely things and you never break them. Because you're more because d- inclined you're more, to look after them that's properly. Right, because they cost you more. What an interesting and you don't. And often, not always, not always, definitely, but often you won't have to buy the same thing again because it'll last longer. What's the the for, the triangle? Cheap, strong, um, oh, cheap, strong, and know. and fast. Choose two. You can't have. Oh, you can really? buy something cheap and fast, but it'll be weak. Strong yeah. and strong. Ooh, I like that. Strong and fast, but it's going to be really expensive. Oh, I like that. That's good. You can like corner one off. Oh, that's good. I like that. But you can't. So obviously, you can't have. Well, there you go. There's our consumer advice for the week. Just go ahead. Just wait another few months, save up a little bit more, and buy the expensive one. You'll look after it more, and it'll last longer. Yeah, the iPhone 7 is, like, waterproof, though, so maybe it wasn't one of them either. That's why you should have bought the new iPhone. Yeah, there you go. You should have saved up and bought a new iPhone. We're not, like, endorsing buying iPhones. And we're not endorsing using things in baths. I was, actually. I was about... That was going to be my next line. Did you read that story while you were in the bath? I did. Charging your iPhone You wouldn't believe it. Yes, I did. phone charger. Yes, because I like to live life on the edge like that. Oh dear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. Oh my God, it's going to be the special outro. I forgot about that. I'm glad I dropped the whistle. That That was just beautiful. That concludes the personal messages. We continue with music. Yo. Yes, right, that was an episode of Start for 10. Yeah, it was. A bit weird. It's always weird. That was re- I mean, that was really that was, weird. That was quite weird. I yeah, think it's the devil beer. Yeah, I think it is too. I haven't even had the whole amount of it, and I'm feeling I a went, bit loony. I went weird after about two sips. It's the bloody devil beer. It's quite gassy as well. Right, yeah, it need, it was super lively as we poured it. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah, we started... Well, um, we started with your musical... We started with a brief musical interlude where we built a song. Yeah. Then um, we went on to that news story about the brewing Indians... The in Indians space. not brewing space in, beer in space. But somebody else is. But it's not Someone the Indian government. Yeah. And then... 
moons. Oh, then we talked space. about space. Light speed. Light speed. We got very confused about light speed. That that potentially might have been borderline unlistenable. Probably. Just skip that bit. But they've. Oh yeah. They're already here. Because unless they go in the speed of light towards us. Oh my god! Don't towards the recording. Don't, and then they look at. Then they're hearing and then the they're end before the back, beginning. And then they've heard it back. And they're hearing the. They're hearing the end before the beginning it's because they're further ahead. backwards double speed. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Obviously. And they're back before it was recorded. Obviously. I know. It's very confusing like that. No, isn't it's it? obvious. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. Um, yeah. We don't need to spell it out to you. <laughs> Angus's dream. Oh God, the maths about dream. maths, and then a little bit about school and our oh food tech, tech. Uh, your tech and my tech <laughs> the, that you made canapes, and then consumer advice. Oh, we always end up don't make friends. canapes, just buy them. <laughs> buy buy the canapes. Well, actually, there are some things you can do which are really easy. Angus. How like low did you go for canapes? Would you would you class like peanuts as a canapé? <laughs> <coughs> Here we have a bowl canapes, of peanuts. I think canapes need more than one ingredient to be a canapé. Salt. Okay, three ingredients. Right. Then um, you just made, you just rustled up a batch of dry roast powder. Right. <laughs> you up to any much this week? Um, yeah, I am. I'm going to work. Oh, classic. Yep. Yeah. You? I'm not much. Just chasing. Good. I won't be as angry next week. I will not. I promise you, I won't be as angry. Good. Right. Check in with us again. Start of a ten on. Pod Twitter. on Twitter. And, and again, it's been another week and no one tweeted us. Tweet us for No, no, somebody sake. somebody said that they were listening, who I'd never the hell thought would be listening. What, someone messaged you? Yeah. Oh, cool. Shout out to them. Boom. Shout out to them. Boom. Right. Messages, tweet us. Next See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bloody hell, we spoiled the aura. <laughs> People thought we were actually organised. Love the end. That end is always so satisfying and you ruined it. That concludes the personal I'm going to go back and... Gonna rewind. Thanks, guys. See you later, guys. Cheers, guys. Thanks, and uh, we will see you next week. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. Cheers. Bye. Bye. I like how we just don't bother editing and we just roll with it. Yeah, that's how it's always been. Yep, it's better like that. Stop. It's raw. It's raw.